Welcome to this message from Alpha and Omega Christian Fellowship. We are a family on a journey to become more like Christ, sharing His kingdom by expressing His love. We hope that you will be blessed and encouraged by what we have to share. Thanks, Michael, and good morning, family. It's good to gather around the Word of God together with you this morning. And for uh, the uh, text that I want to use for the teaching on the prayer of faith is taken from Mark's Gospel, chapter 11 and verse 24. The Gospel according to St. Mark, chapter 11 and verse 24, and I'm reading from the King James Version. This is the one that I I favor the most because it's the most accurate one or the closest one to the Greek uh, version of Mark 11, 24. Jesus is teaching his disciples here on the subject of the prayer of faith. So let's read this together. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when you pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. The Bible teaches us that there are different kinds of prayer, not just one. There is the prayer of intercession, for example, the prayer of praise and thanksgiving. There is the prayer of petition the prayer of consecration and dedication, the prayer of agreement recorded in Matthew 18 and verse 19, and of course, the prayer of faith that is recorded in Mark's Gospel chapter 11 and verse 24. It's important to note that not all prayer is the same, nor do the same rules apply to every kind of prayer. Different rules apply to different kinds of prayer. For example, not all sports is the same. Rugby has different rules from cricket. You cannot apply the rules that apply to cricket onto rugby. Soccer has different rules that apply to uh, to um, to its game. So I'm, I'm sharing this example for you to understand that not all kinds of prayer have the same rules. Now, particularly today, we will focus on the prayer of faith according to Mark 11, 24. Through this prayer, the prayer of faith, we give substance to our desires by bringing them from the realm of the spirit, which is unseen, into this physical, natural realm, which is seen and tangible. This is the way Jesus taught us to pray in order to release our God-given desires from the unseen realm into the natural scene realm. It's important for us to understand that. Faith is the hand 
that receives from God, the invisible hand that reaches into the realm of the spirit, takes hold of what God has given to us in Christ and brings it into this natural physical world where we can enjoy the things that are freely given to us through Christ Jesus. Now, from what I know and what I have personally witnessed and experienced in the body of Christ, this particular prayer in Mark 11:24 has often been abused by immature and carnal believers who thought that gaining excessive material wealth is godliness. Now, this is not what this kind of prayer is all about. The desires we are talking about are those that are connected to our redemption in Christ and are related to the will of God and the purposes of God for our lives. I want to repeat that. The desires that we are speaking about this morning are those that are connected to our redemption in Christ and are related to the will of God and the purposes of God for our lives. At least that's the way I have understood this verse, and that's how I've practiced it throughout my walk with God. Please notice that in this kind of prayer, the scripture says we are to pray what we desire and not pray the problem. That's very important. Many who pray continue to tell God the problems they face or the difficult situation they find themselves in. But that is not what Jesus instructed us to do. He said, pray your desires, not the problem, what you desire. Believe that you receive them when you pray and you shall have them. Now, if you keep praying the problem, that's what you're going to have. Amen. Now, please notice that Jesus said, this is very important. You receive them first before you have them. You receive them first before you have them. Receiving them and having them are two different dimensions. It's important to understand that. Receiving them, that's why I'm repeating myself because I want you to get it. Receiving them and having them are two different dimensions. The one is spiritual and the other is natural. Let me explain. God is a spirit, and we are primarily spirit beings. We have a soul, and we live in a physical body. When God gives you things or releases things to you, he does so in the spirit, in your spirit. You receive them first in your spirit before you have them in the natural. It's important for us to understand that. When you receive them in your spirit, what you've prayed, your desires, it's only a matter of time before they manifest in the natural. 
Let me give you an example. Before we have healing in the natural or in the physical, we must receive healing in our spirit. Before we can enjoy prosperity in, in the natural, we must receive in our spirits prosperity first. We receive that in our spirit man. Many don't understand this principle. And they are always trying to receive from God with the flesh. For example, they only believe they have something when they see it or when they feel it. That's trying to receive God with your flesh. That is why they're still without. It's like trying to walk with your hands rather than your feet, or trying to see with your nose rather than your eyes. We are spirit beings, and we receive things from God first and foremost in our spirit man. Then they manifest in the natural. If we don't receive them in the spirit, we will never have them in the natural. Now, faith has desires, and they always line up, and they are in agreement with the will of God for our lives, as well as in agreement with the purposes of God and the assignments God has given us to do while here on earth. This prayer in Mark 11:24 is one that is primarily prayed on behalf of yourself not for someone else. If you notice in the verse that we just read, Mark 11, 24, we read Jesus mentioned the word you four times. He said, whatever you desire. One, believe that you receive them. Two, and you shall have them. How many times is that? Is that three or four? Whatever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. That's four times. So it's important to note that this prayer is primarily prayed on behalf of ourselves. You cannot pray your desires on someone else. That's not scriptural. And here, I recall a conversation a young Bible school, a Bible school student had with Kennedy Hagan when the student said to Hagan, you know, I've tried that Mark 11, 24, the prayer of faith, and it doesn't work. Well, the student went on to explain that he prayed this prayer of faith for his uncle's recovery, who was in hospital at the time, and he died. He didn't recover. So the student argued, saying that he fervently believed that his uncle would recover according to Mark 11, 24, and then it didn't work. Then the wise Kenneth Hagins asked him a question. I know, he said, that you desired that your uncle to recover from the sickness that he was uh, suffering from, and you did pray the prayer of faith, but what did your uncle desire? What was his desire? Well, the young man said, my uncle wanted to go on and be with the Lord. 
he was tired and he was old and he knew the Lord, his affairs were in order and his desire was to go on and be with the Lord. Well, Hagen said to him, well, your uncle got what he desired. Do you understand what I'm trying to say here? So the prayer of faith is prayed on behalf of yourself, your desires. In praying the prayer of faith for someone else, it's important to bring that other person on the same level of faith as you are before you pray. In such cases, we can rather pray the prayer of agreement that is recorded in Matthew chapter 18 and verse 19, when Jesus said, if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they will ask, it will be done by my Father which is in heaven. So in that case, when there are different rules that apply to the prayer of agreement than to the prayer of faith. Now, please note, the prayer of faith is prayed only once, not over and over again. The prayer that we pray over and over again is the prayer of intercession, which intercession means you're praying on behalf of someone else. But the prayer of faith, you only pray it once, and then you believe you receive when you pray, and then go your way thanking God for having answered your prayer. The manifestation of our prayer will come in due course, as you believe you received when you pray, not when you see it, not when you feel it, when you pray, you release your faith the moment of prayer. What I used to do years back, I don't do it anymore. When I prayed the prayer of faith, I used to write it down, put the scripture there, and date it with the time, and then I would sign it. And know that that was the time when I released my faith and believed I received when I prayed, so that I would have a record of it. Well, some manifestations I have discovered from my own personal experience, they come early. Others take longer time to manifest in the natural. And because, of course, the devil fights longer and harder in certain areas of our lives than in others. And so we need to stand in faith and believe that we received when we prayed. And uh, no matter how long it takes, the manifestation will always come because Jesus said, you shall have them. When you believe, you receive. When you pray, you shall have them. That's the promise of God. Jesus said that we shall have those things we desired if we believe that we receive them when we pray. And that is why I said we release our faith when we pray and not when we see the manifestation of that prayer. Now, according to the word of God, this is the key that unlocks all possibilities. Jesus said, all things are possible to them that believe. All things means how many things? All things. Now, So I'm going over this again because this is one of the most difficult things for believers to grasp and to practice. 
we believe we receive when we pray and not when we see or feel. Most of us practice this in reverse. We believe we receive when we see the results or when we feel that we have the results rather than when we pray. And this is like putting the cart before the horse. Thomas did the same thing when he said to the rest of the disciples. Remember what he said in John's Gospel, chapter 20, verse 25, Thomas said, except I see in his hands the print of the nails and put my finger into the print of the nails and thrust my hand into his side, I will not believe. You see, he was trying to believe with his flesh rather than receiving the good report that the disciples gave him about the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, of course, you know the story that Jesus rebuked Thomas, saying to him, be not faithless, but believing. If you wait to feel before you believe, or if you wait to see before you believe a certain thing, then Jesus calls you, what? Faithless. That's what he called Thomas, faithless. See, faith always deals with the unseen and the unfelt realm of the spirit. He went on to say, Jesus, that is, that the blessed ones are those who have not seen, yet believed. We have said this several times in the last few weeks that I've been teaching also on Sunday evening, that people who walk by faith see things other people don't see. They are able to see things in the spirit. They hear things other people cannot hear. They hear things in the spirit, not just in the natural. Jesus said, most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me has everlasting life. Notice the word Jesus uses here. He says, he who believes has not going to have, he who believes has now, present faith is now, now faith is, not in the future, that's hope, he who believes has, the moment we believe is the moment we receive, the moment we believe is the moment we have the petitions that we have asked from the Lord. 1 John 5, 14 confirms this. He says, John 1, 1 John chapter 5, verse 14 and 15. This is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. Did you hear that? John says that if we know God hears our prayer when we pray, then we also know that we have the petitions we have asked of him. Where do we know? Not in our flesh, but in our spirit. That's where the knowledge is. We have the witness of the spirit 
that we have what we ask. How do we know that God hears our prayer? John's, John explains. He says, because we ask according to his will. Now, his will is his word. Whatever he says, he wills. Whatever he wills, he has spoken to us through his word. We know we have received what we asked for because we have asked according to his word. And whatever his word promised us, we can receive it through the simple prayer of faith. Now, here's a question. What do you desire? Remember, Jesus asked the blind man, he asked for mercy. But Jesus was not satisfied with just mercy. He says, what do you want? What do you desire? We need to specify what we desire. Jesus said, whatever you desire, pray. Believe you receive and you shall have. Now, when we walk with the Lord in an intimate relationship, we will always desire what he desires. Of course, there are unholy desires and holy desires. There are carnal and fleshly desires, and there are spiritual desires. We need to discern through the word of God what type of desire are we praying. Now, when we walk with God and have fellowship with him, as we spend time with him, as we delight ourselves in the Lord, as the Bible says, he gives us the desires of our hearts. Now, these, of course, are legitimate desires, which the word of God promises us and the word of God reveals to us. For instance, like health and healing for our bodies. This is something that God promised us. Healing is part and parcel of our redemption. Provision for our family. Divine protection for us and our children. Divine prosperity is also part and parcel of the will of God for our lives. Prosperity for our business, for our places of work. Plus so many other desires that deal with our redemption, our deliverance, and our prosperity. So it's not just spiritual desires. There are also desires that are natural. Living in a nice home, for example, having a nice job. It's, it's, a, it's a godly thing. It is what God promised us. I mean, he said to his children in the old covenant, they were his servants, not exactly his children. He promised them and he said, I will take you into houses you did not build, and I will give you vineyards you did not plant, and I will give you a boreholes that you did not drill. All of those things are blessings from the Lord. So when I was learning to pray the prayer of faith many years ago, almost 35 years ago, I desired certain things, and as I recall, Every one of those things I prayed for and believed God came to pass. Now, you may say, well, pastor, I prayed the prayer of faith, but I didn't get my desires. I didn't get an answer. Well, I don't know about that. I'm only sharing my own experience, not, and I'm teaching you not just from what the word of God says, 
but I'm also teaching you from my own personal experience of almost 40 years walk with the Lord. Actually, it's 43 years. Now, and I will share just a few of those prayers I've engaged my faith in as a testimony of giving glory to God and credit to his word. And I'm not sharing this to brag or boast. I have nothing to boast of. I, I just want to give glory to God and credit to the word of God that is recorded in Mark 11, 24. And I know you've heard me testify of this probably many times, but please bear with me because there might be some of you that haven't heard this testimony. For instance, one of the things that my wife and I greatly desired was to have a son. We already had two girls by that time, and we decided to have another child. And it was during those days where I was learning and very excited about the prayer of faith. And we believed God would honor that desire and give us a son. So we decided to put Mark 11, 24 to practice. We wrote our prayer on a piece of paper. I recall we prayed and believed we received when we prayed. From that time, Chris fell pregnant. We spoke about the son the Lord had given us. There was no doubt in our heart or mind that the child was a boy. Now, remember, we come from, uh, uh, from a Greek background, the Greek culture, and in the eyes of our family, this was sacrilege. This was very irreverent. For instance, they would say to us, how can you tell God what you want? You should accept whatever he gives you and not demand that you what you want. As long as the, the child is healthy, you should accept the will of God and not what you want. They didn't know, of course, that I could pray or we could pray and believe God that he would give us the desires of our heart. So we didn't argue. We just went on believing. And when Chris went to the shops to buy clothes for the baby, I recall she chose all of them blue. Not one of them was pink. Her sister laughed and made fun of her because of it. Sure enough, the boy was born and we named him Stephen after my dad. Well, he's there right on the, on the screen. He's a product of the prayer of faith, Mark 11, 24. And to the glory of God, he's given us so much joy, so much laughter. And now he's serving God along with his dad, preaching and teaching the word of God. What a blessing to be able to come boldly to the throne of grace, to release your desires before your heavenly father, to believe that you receive and to walk away rejoicing and thanking God that he has answered your prayer and the manifestation will come in due time. Another testimony, one of the most passionate and strongest desires that I believe the Spirit of God birthed in my heart at the beginning of my ministry was the desire to evangelize our Greek community and beyond that, the, the Greek nation worldwide. This particular desire, of course, was confirmed by several prophetic words the Lord gave me. 
And by faith, I stood on those promises and I prayed according to Mark 11, 24. That's why this verse of scripture is very close to my heart. This desire was granted to me in abundance. For many years, God the Father went ahead of me, opened up many doors to evangelize the Greek communities around the world, beginning with the little town of Masvingo where we began our ministry. Opportunities, platforms were supernaturally provided for me in aiding me to proclaim the gospel in my mother tongue, including daily slots on television in Greece every single day for many years. Many lives were touched, many were born again. This was a result of the prayer of faith. And this miraculous expansion of my ministry to the Greek nation was the result of a passionate desire the Spirit of God birthed in my heart many years ago. Now, we are talking about praying the desires of your heart and believing you receive them when you pray. I think I'll give you maybe one more testimony. You've heard this testimony many times. From the beginning of our ministry here in Cape Town, one of the desires the Lord put in my heart was to have our own building for our church and one that would meet all of our needs, but particularly one that would be debt free, that we would put the building up without borrowing or going to any financial institution. Of course, I shared my desire with our congregation then which was primarily made up of a handful of Greek people. And I prayed the prayer of faith and began to declare from that moment forward that God blessed us with a beautiful debt-free building for our services. You know, not everybody believed. And I know some of them would laugh at me secretly because when they saw the size of our congregation, only a handful of people, they were wondering, where is the money going to come from? You know, but I've learned when I pray the prayer of faith that God has huge pockets. And uh, I've discovered that, and I'm very excited about that. We sowed our seed in faith, believed we received. Well, today... The building our church family gathers to worship together and do our ministry work from stands as a testimony to the prayer of faith. We received it by faith. We borrowed nothing from the bank. We didn't beg anyone for money or any such thing. The way God did it was miraculous. And finally, Michael Morris, you see him there on the screen. You want to know how he came about? <laughs> Michael Morris is an answer to the prayer of faith. And I remember exactly when I prayed that prayer of faith and believed God. I recall we were having major, major problems with our worship team. Strife, division, sin in the camp, rebellion, you name it. We're part and parcel of several worship leaders that passed through our fellowship. And I recall frustrated, I turned to the word of God 
in John 16 and verse 23, Jesus said, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he'll give it to you. And then I went to Mark 11:24. whatever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive it and you shall have it. And then I prayed the prayer of faith. This is what I wrote in the front of my Bible. According to John 16, 23 and Mark 11, 24, I pray and receive by faith the worship leader that was assigned by the Lord to the Alpha and Omega Christian Fellowship even before the world began. I dated it and I believed. Well, it took Michael quite some time before he showed up. The Lord had to deal with him in several areas of his life. But I believed I received what I have asked for when I prayed. And you know, my heavenly father answered that prayer and gave us much more than what I asked for. And Michael was the package, three in one package. I got a worship leader, I got a pastor, and I got a son-in-law. Now, how's that? No wonder the word of God says that he's able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think. What a gracious, generous father we serve. Somebody said hallelujah. Raise your hands if you can't. I know you're muted, but I want to hear that. I want to see that you, 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 you are listening. You're catching what I'm sharing with you. And finally, as I close my message today on this subject, wherever I cast my eyes on, wherever, all around me, I see evidence of the prayer of faith that I prayed at one time or another. The house we live in, the cars we drive, the investments my wife and I made, the spiritual sons and daughters we received all over the world are the results of the prayer of faith. And the Lord Jesus encouraged us to pray our desires, to step out in faith, believe we receive them when we pray, and we shall have them. Let me ask you a question. What do you desire? What do you passionately desire? Check your spirit deep down within you. What is your desires? The Lord says, if you delight yourself in the Lord, you have the promise from Almighty God that he will surely give you the desires of your heart. And Michael said before the uh before he gave me the platform to minister he said he encouraged us to have this conversation with god because that's where it all begins have the conversation with god as you fellowship with him as you spend time with him in prayer in his presence he begins to breathe not only desires in our heart but also the faith that it takes to receive those desires. That's where these desires were birthed in my own spirit. I didn't conjure it up. 
I didn't, I just, as I fellowship with God, as I walk with the Lord, as I spend time with him, he breathed these and many other desires, which I don't have time to share now. They came to pass as I prayed and believed. So I want to encourage you this morning. Check your spirit. What are your desires? And don't limit God. Please don't. We're the ones that limit him. He has given us an open signed check. And he says, whatever you desire. Matthew 21, 22 says, and all things believing you shall receive. That's the key. Now, let me close in prayer. Then I'm going to hand over to Michael. Perhaps you have a testimony along those lines and you would like to share it. We encourage you to do so. Heavenly Father, thank you for the privilege of prayer. Thank you that you have given us an invitation to come before you, whatever we desire, to place those desires before you, to pray them, to believe we receive them, and you promise we shall have them. We give you praise and thanksgiving today in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. We hope that you've enjoyed this message. For additional resources and more information, come and visit us at alphaomega.org.za.